0: Everybody, we had Icy Chiller on today for Insight Podcast. It's casual, letting you know we talked about events, event coordination, and Icy Chiller's deep, deep experience in esports. So, uh, this is my favorite episode that we've ever put out, and I hope you guys enjoy it just as much as I did. Thank you.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening everybody, welcome back to Insight Podcast. This is episode 7, I believe, and as Casual, I'm sure mentioned in the intro, we have Icy Chiller with us here today. How are you, my man?
2: I am doing just peachy, my man, actually getting rained out here in Oklahoma, so I wish it would stop so I can mow my damn yard. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I feel that, I feel that. So before (laughs) we get into the conversation with Johnny here, let's take a moment to thank everyone who makes the show possible. So shout out to AS1 Network and 410 Gaming, as well as Yaya and Casual. Appreciate everything you guys do. Kenny is my favorite editor. I say that as a joke because he's my only editor. So he's my favorite for sure, 100%. So appreciate everything you guys do. But without further ado, let's get into this. So, Johnny, let's talk about your first experience with esports and how that led to where you are today, right? So take me to all the way back to the beginning as okay. much as you remember from back then.
2: So my very first competitive video game was at Blockbuster Video. Yes, I'm old. Oh, when shit. I was it, back in 1992, it was Donkey Kong Country on the Super Nintendo. How many bananas can you get in five minutes? Okay. So pretty much growing up you know i'd go there rent video games mom and dad blah 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 well they were like hey we're gonna have a tournament in three weeks i'm like okay cool so i got the game and i just grinded and my mom my sis and and you know my dad they all fed me you know honey roasted peanuts and jacked me up on mountain dew and so (laughs) i went there at seven i played it i kicked ass and i got like free rentals for like a year and then i mean it was golden
1: that's dope that's dope yeah
2: yeah and so it started from there and then as it transitioned transitioned i was like you know i just kind of want to host stuff so i did like you know mario kart tournaments on the back in the day and then as 64 came out i did smash bros mario kart 64 golden eye and then as you can tell what we've transitioned into now my first big big event was halo one uh i I read about sundance giovanni who was the creator of major league gaming he was Mm. doing an event in his basement in new york Uh, i flew up there with some friends i had fun i got my ass kicked and i wanted more (laughs) you know yeah and and so from there it transitioned uh i kept playing then i won a sub subdivision ffa tournament in vegas in 04 that's where i kind of pretty much got the pro title at and then from there i grinded from 2002 all the way to 2015 where halo 5 was in daytona Beach. that was my very last event that i retired from and since then uh, I actually have worked behind the scenes now for those major companies. So like Ultimate Gaming Championship, I've done Gears of War events for Major League Gaming. Uh, I'm actually an admin for DreamHack whenever they come back around because of COVID yeah. stuff. Yep. So pretty much I've done everything from grassroots, high school, amateur, college, pro scene, and nonprofits like Extra Life. And I'm actually the Rocket League head coach for the Special Olympics in Oklahoma. I, so I, do for, I, I like that. Saying. I like that a lot. <laughs> Thanks, man. So,
1: Overall, how many events do you think you have hosted
2: Ooh, in
1: uh, your time?
2: So actually last Sunday, whenever I was in Washington, DC for game gym, uh, nineteen hundred was my limit Holy then. And since shit. then I've done about three or four more. So I'm about nineteen oh four in the twenty year time span that I've actually been playing, playing and, and like, you know, hosting my stuff as well. Wow. Yeah. I'm
1: and how man. much how much money heavy paid out now ballpark ballpark figure i'm not looking for dollars and cents exactly right just a ballpark figure
2: so from the events that i have either hosted myself or i have worked with the major companies we've probably given out three to five million or probably more on it Jesus,
1: yeah oh my god okay it's just hard to grasp that there's an event (laughs) hoster in our community that's done that much right yeah, that's I've, insane. I've, I've grinded.
2: I've grinded too yeah, damn much. Definitely.
1: <laughs> definitely. So I want to talk about to start, let's talk about your pro Halo career. Okay. I want to talk a little bit what that like, cause you know, I'm a call of duty guy. So I don't know that much about Halo and all the pro scene and that. So let's talk about your experience with being professional level at the time and okay. kind of the atmosphere and how, what it was like to be at that level.
2: So I mean, honestly, the world's always looking at you, and if you mess up one time, it's it's game over. It's just like that and anything. But at the same time, it was rewarding because you can get to go to any event that you want. Sponsors would pay for your flights, your hotel, your food, swag, whatever you wanted. I mean, the world's your oyster. But you, it's it's a job. So if you start failing at it, you're going to be kicked off. Mm-hmm. But the golden days that I loved about it, it wasn't just the the gaming. It wasn't just you know the possible of winning money. It was making the friends, and the network. I mean, I've got old videos of T squared carbon, you know, ogre one, ogre two. I mean, we still do a halo beach land out in Florida that has a bunch of the halo one pros that come out there and just have fun and rock out. And so just that's up. what, that's what I love the most. And the, the thing that I do miss about the halo days to where we're at now is back in the day, it doesn't, didn't matter if you were a pro or if you're a rookie, your entire team would compete in an FFA starting out, and how your team did as far as points is how you guys would be put in the bracket. So if mm-hmm. if you were a pro team, and, but you guys sucked, you can have an amateur team above you. Mm-hmm. But we would have 128 to 256 teams nowadays. You get like 60 to 80. And you're like, yeah. what? The, what happened? <laughs>
1: yeah, you know that's that's one scene that's kind of just been, I wouldn't say dying, but regressing a little bit is the Halo scene. You know, because yeah. I remember when I was growing up. That's what you did. Call of Duty wasn't yeah. that big. League of Legends was just starting to get big, but before any of that, it was Halo. Always Halo, was, and a lot of COD was, pros started on Halo as well.
2: Oh, they have no, they have. I mean, like I so said, there's formlets came out there. I mean, even even Ninja himself, he played on Halo Reach, and you see where he's at now. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yep. So I mean, so the the good thing about it was, like I said, you can transition from a game to a game, but the Halo scene it did start everything. But like you said, it has degressed down because. Halo 2 was king. Halo 3 was right there. Then after 4 and 5 and all that stuff, it just kind of went downhill. So hopefully, mm-hmm. either Infinite's going to be the saving grace or it's going to go down the toilet. Yeah. You know, so we got to figure that part out. But like you said earlier, though, Call of Duty wasn't as hot. So I remember, oh, yeah. I, I think it was 2011, and I can't remember the state. It might it have been at Charlotte, but They've, they're like, you know, we're going to put Call of Duty here on PlayStation. There was seven teams that showed mm-hmm. up to an MLG event for Call of Duty. And Halo was just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah. And that would have
1: been 2011 would have been MW3 if I'm not wrong. Yeah. It was, around
2: the, it was around that area. Cause that wasn't, yep. When did Black Ops 1 or 2 drop? I'm it, Black to Ops
1: 1 was 2010, I believe. And that's like when some of these like now pros first started, right? That's when right. a lot of the events were starting. Like UMG was still big. Mm-hmm. And MLG was king, you know. Scump started, Sensor started. They all, a lot of these older pros—I so wouldn't say older, but you know, yeah. the more experienced pros—started back then, right? And right. it was infancy. It was so small. And then oh, yeah. I remember the first big event that I remember was MW3. They did a tournament. I think it was even before release, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Like a, I got—I forget what it was called. Was it called the XP? It might, it, have been, might have, it might have been when they had the I, XP stuff. Yeah, I think that's what it was. And I remember that was the first like notable Call of Duty Tourney. And since then, obviously, yeah, it's grown it's exponentially. <laughs> yes, it's still not as big as things like League of Legends or anything like oh, that. Oh, God. Those you crowds know, are nuts, dude. That's Ooh. insane. That, that and
2: CSGO? Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, it's going
1: to be hard to beat those. But, you know, thinking about it, Halo was the start. Mm-hmm. And it's cool to have somebody on that was here at the start of everything is kind of the right. way I think of it. Halo was the start of everything. And so being a player, right, who, if you remember, were some of your most notable people you played against or some notable names or maybe even just favorite experiences you had as a player, if you remember any specific? Oh,
2: it, it, it was always the Ogre Twins, dude. I looked up to him so much. Uh, like I said, just playing against them and with them, they taught me so much. Because I remember, like I said, coming in, I didn't know crap about Halo. And so no. I played a little bit and then I made friends with them. And like I said, they they taught me the ropes, and so Carbon was king at FFA until he got beat by that that, that chick, and she was pretty solid. She <laughs> his ass. But I remember in Halo Three, little Poison, a seven year old, came out and beat the brakes off everybody. There was like five hundred plus people on an FFA, and a little seven year old just beats the snot out of him. So he was another a great person to look up to because you are like, hey man, you are gonna make waves if you keep mm-hmm. this up. But yeah, it was mainly the 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 players off final boss. You know, I loved Mm -hmm. all of them, and even even like said the Ogre Twins. Like said, uh, I think it's uh, I think it's Thomas or whatever. Like they're they're out in Australia unless they move back. But um, he he still tunes into the Beachland, and I remember like last year we I was on there as a caster just cracking jokes. And one of the, one of the guys is like, how tall are you? I say, I'm like, I'm six foot six to 20. He's like, how much do you bench? I said, well, how much does your mom weigh? And I remember, oh, like, <laughs> just cracking jokes in there. So, I, I mean, they're just like me and you, man. They they might yeah. have a different title, but they still love the, the act of gaming.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's, and that's one thing they're not going to ever leave either. You know, okay. once it's in you, once you've been part of the community and you understand the way it works, there's people looking from the outside in is the thing that I've always struggled with. And you probably struggled with coming from small areas like we are. Yeah, is people on the outside looking at this community just they don't grasp it, they don't really get it, they're kind of confused by it, they don't understand the connections you can make and how like deeply seated your passion for this stuff is. They just don't get it, right? But when you're a part of the community, you don't really leave it.
2: No, ever. exactly, and and I get that a lot because, like you said, come from a small community, most people are like, "Oh, you're just some country bumpkin in 792 yep. people," and I'm like, yep. "Actually, I'm re- I'm retired off the major circuits." Are like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah." Yep. You don't have to have the flashy lights of LA or New York to do something. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have the world's biggest stream followers or networking on that way. If you can actually grind this out, and like I said, you can go to local lands or big lands and just talk with people. Mm-hmm. You know, and and the only way you're gonna grow in this, if you want to be outside of just pushing the buttons, is just ask and try. You know, you don't know if you're gonna be a good caster or if you're gonna be a good you know analysis, et etc., until you just try it. Mm-hmm. So. Having these kids nowadays that are going to be going to these colleges for their esports degrees is a great thing. Now, granted, yep. the esports degree, what they're getting probably won't be the same as like you and I know from actually being hands on, but it's a yep. step in the right direction, which can help them grow if this is the passion. And so I applaud these high schools and colleges for trying to get their gamers involved because not everybody's a jock. You know, not everybody can play a sport. Mm-hmm. So why not give a digital sport that other people can still excel in and still be part of the same community of the and not shunned upon, you know?
1: Yeah, I like that a lot, you know, um, Minnesota recently, as I'm from Minnesota, uh, the Rocker have been really huge into the high school league for Mm -hmm. Call of Duty, and then I know Rocket League with, um, I think, Version 1 GG is sponsoring a lot of the Rocket League stuff, you know, there's high school competitions now, teams from every, like, a lot of the high schools down in, like, the southern area of Minnesota, they all have teams, they all play, and now a lot of the colleges around here are getting teams and then you can see that growing just not even in my state just overall with things like the college cod league and how big that got. You know, I think oh, we're yeah. going we're going in the right direction for sure. Obviously, I think getting your toes in the water as early as you did exponentially more valuable than a degree, <laughs> right. you know. But but it still helps though. <laughs> it still helps, right? It's a step in the right direction and a little bit more credibility towards, you know, I would say legitimacy. You know, oh, you're, yeah. it's it's a more legitimate thing than it was 4 years ago. And then comparing to like when you started, no one even knew what the hell this thing was. It was just
2: some people still don't know what what esports is, bro. Exactly.
1: (laughs) But nobody I mean, nobody, when you started playing probably on the pro circuit, it was just foreign. I mean, absolutely nobody.
2: Besides my mom and my dad and my sister growing up. I mean, I had a couple of friends that supported me, but even other relatives are like, oh, you're just wasting your time. You should go to school and get a college degree. Well, after I had retired, my stuff came out in the magazine out here, of what I had done, et cetera. I had relatives and friends. Hey, man, I'm sorry I didn't. So I was like, hey, don't worry yep. about it. I, you know shit happens, but yep. here we are. And if your kids ever want to play, I'll gladly t- take them to an event or teach. And they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, I don't have hard feelings just because yeah. you didn't believe it. You're you're entitled to your opinion. So it's fine. It's, it's water underneath the bridge. You
1: yeah, know? and it's, it's hard to make people understand. Like I said earlier, it's a hard concept to grasp. Right. I remember when I first started, my parents were kind of confused on it. They're like, "What, what is this? Right, what right. are you doing?" And now I know. So if my parents are listening. Shout out to you guys. Um, <laughs> they listen to the podcast. So just quick shout outs. But You're you know, good. now they listen to podcasts and they're interested in what I'm doing, which is awesome to see. So you know, it's just the grasping the concepts the hard part, and then following then is a lot easier, right? It's oh, just it's- initially understanding what this is. And shit, me and you fully don't understand it quite yet either. Right? right, and we're here. Yeah. So no, I can there's, imagine. There's a
2: big, yeah. There's a big world out there, untapped that I'm sure, like, so we don't even know about. <laughs> exactly.
1: Right. There. You know, we're we're restricted to a lot of North America information, and I'm a Call of Duty guy, so I only have a lot of information Call of Duty. Right. Right. I absolutely know nothing about any other esports besides League of Legends because I'm kind of a <laughs> fanatic when it comes to that. Um, right. No, I'm not good by any means. Don't get me wrong. Right. I'm not. I'm not great, but I love to play. Yeah, you know
2: me. Me and League of Legends do not mix. I've tried. and I'm just <laughs> like, you guys can keep playing that. I don't know what the hell I'm, doing. I'm just gonna run. And they're like, go to your lane. I'm like, what's a lane? What, what the this? hell is this? Right. Yeah. But right. but like you said though, from from people not understanding, I actually have a funny story about that. So okay. uh, me and the guys were at a bar one night, just BSing, having drinks, and and this uh, this wedding party comes in, pretty much as a bunch of bachelorettes just having fun. And and we're sitting there, and they're like, "Hey, you guys, mind if we sit down and talk?" I was like, "Okay, cool, not yeah, a big deal." And and so friendly talk happens, and they start asking the, the guys, like, "Hey, what do you do for a living?" Well, I you know I I own a restaurant. Uh, yep. You know I I own this, and they looked at me, and they're like, well, "What about you?" I was like, "I'm a professional gamer." They just looked at me and, and they laughed, like, "Ah, blah blah blah," and I was like, <sighs> "What's what's so funny?" Like, you just probably stay at your mom's house, don't you? and i yeah, was like totally mm-hmm. and so i grabbed my beer and i drink it and then my friends pop off like you do realize he makes triple the money that all three of us combined makes, right? <laughs> and, and their eyes just drop and they're like oh i was like nope 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 you Gold had your chance talking to me yep, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you, you don't messed up becky sorry about that <laughs> so
1: moving let's i want to talk a little bit more about halo because it just fascinates me right because it's just something <laughs> new to me right right so what was your let's say, let's say peak right okay best performing and best placements in halo oh,
2: Lord. well like i said out, out in vegas like i said i that was a free for all which free for all isn't as hot as 4v4 etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. but i, I like I, said, I took first out there but uh when it comes to 4v4 i think the highest i ever got was either fifth or sixth in my team which is pretty damn impressive i mean that's if pretty good if, yeah if you're top 32 you're considered semi-pro and if you're top 16 or 8 you'd be considered pro depending on how big the bracket is mm-hmm but I mean, I just remember, you know, going out there. There was there was times that, you know, we would, you know, every team loses in the first round. It happens. We've we've yep. had that before, and then we just grind us through the guts of everything. I remember having a tournament one time, to where it was actually me, uh, I mean my team versus one of my really good best friends. He took me out in first place and this this so this wasn't a pro this is kind of like a an amateur grassroot but there's a lot of people there mm-hmm. and so i remember he took me out and well i grinded my way all through the losers and came back at the finals like hey remember me you, you knocked my ass yep. out earlier yep. i saw him, and then and i beat the brakes off of him he's like <laughs> damn it to hell f you Blah blah blah. i mean we, we hugged it out we're still best yeah. friends to this day but i mean yeah coming like i said like i said around the fifth or sixth place i remember making that as far as the highest it was never first which it sucks but hey i didn't care i was having fun doing a passion i enjoyed yeah, you, know. you
1: enjoyed it, and that's that's the main thing, right? If you can make a living off of what yeah, you're yeah. if what you enjoy doing, that means more than actually not enjoying oh, what it, you're doing it does. and making more money. It
2: does. Yeah, right? and that's and that's a great thing too. Is even when you're there, there's so much extra side things you can do to entertain yourself when you're not playing. But I witnessed, I witnessed so many things from people probably doing Adderall drug deals to. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I, remember, I remember when I was in uh, MLG 2012 down in Texas. There was a rap battle going on for Mortal Kombat between a black gentleman and a white guy. The white guy was in a wheelchair. Uh the white guy thought he can say the N word to the gentleman. Uh, well he did not take yeah. it kindly and I see him get decked and fall out of his wheelchair. I was like, yeah. oh,
1: see, okay. like you just don't you don't beat experiences like that. That's just that's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: That's what I'm saying. Lands are so much funner than online, man.
1: Lands. So I okay. wanna talk a little bit before we talk about how you got into event hosting and everything like okay. that. Let's talk about this most recent event. Let's talk about Sugarland, Land. Okay. Right? I'm sure you saw the clips. A lot. It's, it's, they're everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking about them, right? So, right. quick shout-out to uh, Shane Thor and Reform. You guys did a great job after the first day. You know, it's your first event. Great job. You guys figured it all out. Ran a yeah, smooth the event. they countered back. They the countered ladies. back. It was, it was really Major awesome League. to see that, right? And it's great to yep. see call of duty back on land but what do you think of the clips you saw and the environment it was just for your personal opinion
2: oh man so with the environment i mean i'm sure you've seen the clip of the gentleman that got hype and ran and almost broke a damn monitor i'm sure you've seen that <laughs> yep. lord L- luckily from what i was told it didn't break but yep. when it comes to lands you're gonna get hype you're gonna yell but getting in people's faces don't get me wrong most people aren't gonna throw punches but mm-hmm. like i said i've seen that mortal combat thing happen whenever mm-hmm. i was in dream hack i seen a guy get decked for getting in his face so yep. Imagine if a scuffle was to break out because of things like that. You're about to break about $2,000 worth of equipment, and it's not going to be pretty. And your event's going to get shut down. Exactly. And yep. that's the thing, too. With everything going on right now because of how the COVID procedures are, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, they they did put a, a, a mandate on there. But as you can tell, not everybody will follow a mandate. Yep. That's just how the world works. Mm-hmm. Well. With how Call of Duty is right now, um, unless you seek their permission, technically they can send you a cease and desist if they want to. They've sent it to other people I know before that have hosted events. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know if Shane and them are going to get one, but having that much traction is going to definitely cause a red flag. And here's the thing I mean, yeah, as you're getting Nick Merck, you're getting other people to talk about it,
1: but it wasn't all good publicity. It wasn't all good, right? But I mean, I don't think the. Because some people say any publicity is good publicity, right? That's a statement I've heard before I've but it before you know to a sense i can understand that in this sense but you know mm-hmm. some of the some of the feedback was negative um oh, it yeah. was just clowning um i understand from a I used to be a player standpoint yeah you know i get it right you're really excited you're really hype but come on man like if you're <laughs> you, these guys are all trying to make it professionally right Right, with that much exposure and that much traction Mm-mm. of all these people, if Nick Merckx is seeing your clip of you yeah. acting like that, definitely organizations see that, right?
2: Oh yeah, and that's what I told people. I was like, you can be the world's best player, but if you have the shittiest attitude, you're not gonna make it far. More.
1: Yep, it's just not gonna. It's not gonna look good, right? Because you know, higher ups and organizations have seen that. You know, oh. professional players in Call of Duty have seen that, and oh, yeah. automatically. That's just a negative, right? You don't right. want guys like that, right? Mm-hmm. I think they're great players, all of them that attended there. I think that's awesome that you went, but you got to hold yourself to, to a, a higher high standard. standard. Yeah. Yes. If you really are about making it far in the Call yeah. of Duty scene, you need to have yourself high standards. You can't be getting blown up acting like that yeah
2: well imagine especially with how the cancel culture is going nowadays yep. um, imagine these kids that are say 18 to 20 let's say if they're in school if they say the f word the n word whatever it is and the school doesn't like it they can drop them from the program yep they're you gone. know yep. and same thing as a normal job all right so you, we want to throw it back to like said people in the internet Remember Rosie O'Donnell back in the day when she was like on her ambient, and she made some racial comments well, do you yep. see what happened to her? It's the same damn thing just yep. because you're just because you're keeping it a lot more casual than what she said. Yeah, doesn't mean other people aren't looking, and you can throw your career away within fifteen seconds of fame if you're not careful. yeah away.
1: you just gotta you gotta keep a level head. You have yep. to keep a level head, but as we said, you know Ossanello's players went it ended up being a great event. I hope that these players understand that. This publicity, yes, it might be good for the time being. But when you start, if you want to make it up to the top, you look at like a top challengers players, right? When was the last time you saw a clip of a top challengers player screaming at somebody? You never see It it no Never. no
2: the, the last time that i've seen anybody get really hated on the pro wise it was a gears of war event and it was just two teams that got in between the the head to you, and they were just barking that's all they do they were just barking but they weren't saying the f-bomb they weren't saying mm-hmm. anything racial etc they were just hot and the ref was like hey go back to your seats go back and they did you know yep. that's that's about, that's about as hot as it got but mm-hmm. standing up and running over there and like i said you know saying f you f you yeah, blah blah, yeah. blah i understand if you're saying hey you know let's f and go or hey you're going at yeah, home yeah. but don't Don't call someone, you know, a verbal language of any sorts because it's just going to look bad upon and whoever you're representing. Exactly,
1: Exactly right. So advice to any of those challengers, players listening, um, keep a level head. Yeah, keep it classy. Keep it classy (laughs) because your image is very important. You need to have a good image. If you really want to make it in this community, you need to be well-respected. You can't be seen as some clown Who's yelling at people on because like I said, there are no top challenger players that have recently done that. Are really ever I don't really see it very often, right? Right. Pro players, they'll go on Twitter, they'll say something. Like Skump got fined last year, right? Right. Or comments about MW. What he yeah. said was true, right? But it's the same concept. You can't be acting on professionals. Oh, yeah. Right? And he got fined for it, which is a slap on the wrist because it's scump, right? But right, but it it still shows you if scump can get fined for it, your ask is gonna get. You fined can might some, some It's a lot easier. Some worse things can happen. Yeah,
2: because I remember so. I remember Nick Merck's video and people were just blowing the comments up underneath it, and I made a comment about our land saying, "Look, you know, I'm all for friendly trash talk, but you know." If You drop a lot of hardcore f bombs, you go anything from racial to sexist, etc. I'm not going to have you, I'm going to kick your ass out. You're gone. And if and if I already know you are that type before the event happens, I'm going to talk to you. But, like, look, if you come here, you know, I already know your track record, I'm not going to let you in, mm. you know, unless unless you can somehow guarantee me you're going to keep it classy. Because as soon as you do it, I don't care if you paid a thousand dollars, I'm kicking your ass out because I'm yep. not going to have your scene affect say if there's a mom or dad there they're not going to bring bring their kids back or it can look bad on the centers and i'm not going to give them business and it Mm -hmm. just goes down the shitter real quick
1: yep so and end of the closing comments on that just keep a level head just remember that people see the way you act people Mm -hmm. remember it it shows up on the timeline and that much publicity on it everybody important saw that Oh, yeah. everybody! And that important stuff goes
2: for just tweeting stuff. Even yep. if you tweet to somebody, if you call them an you know f and f, you know n yep. word or whatever the case is, people are going to see that. Everybody sees it. Yep. You might think it's happy, but if you re- if someone's in your face and you want to respond, keep it classy. Don't yep. throw out verbal <laughs> actions because those are going to come back on you tenfold than what you might have just felt your five seconds. Mm-hmm. And that is. Yep.
1: You know you can have your ten seconds of fame. What is it for the right reasons? Mm-mm. That's the important question. Cause right. No organization is going to want to have somebody picked up that's clowning like that. Right. Nope. It's not going to happen. So I can respect the passion. I can respect, you know, how hype you get. I can respect all that. Right? It might have just been the first event back from COVID in person, right? We'll see how it goes throughout this summer. We'll see what it's like. It might have just been a year's worth of not playing on land for these players because a lot of these players were used to going to an event every month, every two right. months. Might have just been a year's worth of wanting to yell at people, all jammed into one, right? So we'll see. We'll see what happens, right? We'll see what happens. But again, shout out to Ezo Media for a great event. It was awesome to see back in Landon. And the amount of people that talked about it, for good or bad, is, I think, overall, more exposure to the COD scene, the better, in my opinion.
2: Right. right. They just, they just got to take care of the little kinks because I yep. know, I know with that one there, I know that that has had the most players because with ours, we did a 1k on 410 and we had 32 players and it was a free to enter. And then AFD in Miami, they did theirs. It was a 4k and they had 16 players. Yep. And then Sugarland had, I think 58 out of the 64 they wanted. And then AGN is next and they're in Missouri. And I believe they are going to be max capped at 32. Teams
1: yeah. there. AGN is always known for good events. AGN oh, yeah. always does a great I, job. I love,
2: I love Gage. I love the guys. Me and me, me, me and him have talked here lately because he's yep. you know been looking for like sponsors. I'm like, hey, how about this idea? Hey, how about this idea? We always bullshit just because that's what you that's what you do as a TO. You try to help other TOs out because you want to see the scene grow for growth, not your own personality. type Yeah. Thing, you know?
1: Yeah. Exactly. Right. So we're gonna see with you guys at the helm of the events. We're gonna see a lot of growth this summer. Um, AGN does a great job. I know AGN indie last summer due to COVID got shut down, which is too bad. I know there were some weird things that happened that the players still went and played whatever, but glad to see EJN back in the scene doing events. Um, so Same. let's talk. Yeah, let's talk about your events. Let's okay. move into that. So let's talk about when when did you start doing your events? Right? What titles? And then let's transition into like your Call of Duty events. How you got more into the Call of Duty scene itself. Okay. And then let's talk about your more recent events, and let's publicize your upcoming events.
2: Right. So, I mean, locally here in Oklahoma, we, we started, like I said, we, we've we done old school Call of Duty tournaments from Modern Warfare 3, like you mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. We've done everything from like Tech and Tag tournaments. We've done Smash on the 64 up to like the Brawls. Of course, now is everything's Ultimate. So we do a vast variety. Um, I know whenever COVID took off, you know, it. We nobody can do shit on, yeah. in person. So we did ours online. Uh, between the, the time of May of 2020 until December of 2020, we did over 70 online events and awarded over $25,000 and all those were free to enter. Not a single dime came into our pocket and some of the events like, you know, $10 to for the winner to 50 bucks, it came out of our pockets, but Mm -hmm. we didn't care because we wanted to let the community know, Hey, we're still here. And when this, when, you know, everything comes back, we're going to go full head. And that's what we've done. And so once COVID had stopped, uh like i said on 410 we did our our 1k free to enter and it was 32 teams like i said we had teams a lot of them were from oklahoma then we had missouri arkansas kansas um we had i believe it was ohio and indiana i believe that came down as well okay and so it, it was great uh yep. since then we we have done rocket league physicals uh, i've been doing a lot of smash bros uh ultimate i know coming up we have more we have an apex 3v3 we have a valorant coming up we have three more smashes and then like i said we have a big 7.4k at the end of july that we're doing so we're hoping i mean if we don't get 64 teams hey that's fine we don't care we're having fun with that's all that matters
1: yeah you're doing it because you enjoy it right i think it's yeah i think it's really cool that you're not specifically just doing call of duty events right you're not limiting yourself to a single community you're growing outside of that right you're doing all these other ones helping out all these other communities and just the competitive gaming scene in general Oh yeah, Which well is it's awesome.
2: like, it's it's like our our smash ones we do is I'm doing uh, weeklies at a at a brewery, so not only are they getting customers they wouldn't have on a Monday night, but now they're selling extra beer. So I mean, I'm helping yep. out you know local Okie, so they don't care.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. So you're helping out more people than just that too. So yeah. let's uh, what have been some of your favorite events in past? If you can pick some, right, from when you first started hosting oh, to man. now, if you, let's say let's say if you can think of three to five of your favorite events you've ever hosted. I know it's hard to pick favorites, <laughs> right? It's hard to, it's like pick it. It's like picking favorite kids, right? Hard to right. do. But let's if you had to pick, let's just say okay. three of your favorite events. Okay. What would they be?
2: So some of them... So one of the local ones has been what we call Tokyo and Tulsa. So basically what it was was a giant anime convention that had uh, eSports, had cosplay, had like the booth set up. Mm-hmm. So it would be cool to see someone dressed up and say Overwatch's Reinhardt come sit down in a chair and just play a video game in front of you. Right. <laughs> you know, you're right. like, that's so cool. You know? And so then you get to take selfies. I mean, I remember I had a photo op where I had Master Chief t in me. You know, I didn't care. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so there's been that. Um, I remember... I remember uh, as a as a TO also now on the major circuits. Uh Dreamhack has been some of my favorites for not only the, the player aspect like you said I I've seen I've seen uh professional actors. Um what's the guy's name that does the apartment commercials now and he was the doctor in Jurassic Park? What's his name? Dr. in Jurassic Park. Yeah, he, um, uh, I can't. You um, don't know who I'm talking about though, right? Yeah, I know who you're talking. About. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Doctor.
1: Yeah. I'm going go- I'm I'm Googling this real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um
2: but he does the apartments.com commercials and stuff. Doctor Ian Malcolm.
1: Ian Malcolm?
2: Which is
1: Is it Ian Malcolm? It, it, Ian Malcolm I... is the guy who's... Alan Grant? No. Oh, Wolf. Actors Wolf. what is the actor's name? The Doctor apartment. Actors, Apartments. actor's <laughs> name. Jurassic
2: Park. Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> yes, I think yes. that's yeah, yeah, the tall guy, and he's like kind of slender, and stuff. he wears like glasses. Yeah, yeah Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. Yep. So, he, so he was at uh, Dallas of nineteen, and I remember he walked because he was there with his people. People were taking selfies. I remember he mm-hmm. walked by the Halo area, and I was like, "Hey, what's up, Jurassic Park guy?" And he's like, "Really? Out of all the fo- uh, movies, Jurassic Park I was like, hey, man, you a classic <laughs> on that." I was like, "What are you doing here?" He's like, "I love game," and he's like, "Do you know where your Dance Dance Revolution's at?" I'm like, "I think it's back there, bro." <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> and people are like, "Do you know who you're talking to?" I was like, "Yeah, that's that's Jeff." You know, he he's Jurassic. Guy. yeah it's a Jurassic Park <laughs> guy <laughs> <laughs> right so there's that but my my all-time favorite um <clears throat> as a TO you get to see a, a lot of behind the scenes I remember my buddy Dewey uh who is from Michigan he's big in the halo scene like I am I remember mm-hmm. we were walking back to our hotel room cleaning stuff up from the Friday night we we're freaking starving we we're like man we want some food well we're talking about it, and about this time this gorgeous gal all dressed up comes walking by us and, about, and we're talking about cheese sticks. We always want to get mozzarella sticks because <laughs> that's our thing, right? As yep. soon as she walks by, he mentions it. I was like, man, I'd smash the shit out of that. Oh, and about that time, God. she flips a 180 and follows us all the way to our elevator and she never said one word. And and, do, and I asked Dua, like, is she behind us? She's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so so we're just walking and then like I said, she never said nothing, but that's one of the most comedy things. I mean, they've told me other stories of of things that have happened with them. But yeah. as a T as a TO, it's a job, but you get to have so much fun, especially after hours when just the crazy stuff happens. I mean yep. we've like like I said, we've got to hang out with three, four, three guys to the multiplayer you know ritzy pizza mm-hmm. uh i've i've met so many people from the uk and whatnot and what's funny is you know after everything's done we go to the after party well i'm over there doing shots with people from germany that i know i never meet yeah. in my life and they're <laughs> <It's> right, like <laughs> do esports. sports i'm like yeah, yeah it's the connections right i mentioned that earlier the connections you make
1: are amazing so many oh, oh, yeah. so many people and i can't imagine see i think i've met a lot of people but i right. cannot even fathom the oh, amount yeah. of people well, you've met
2: Oh, time. I've met, I've met, I met too damn many. Now, my, my, <laughs> my, my, now there is one more favorite thing. So, whenever okay. I went to, when I went to Michigan with Dewey for his gamers forgiving, that's the one where we helped raise, uh, pretty much. I think it was like 670000 $670, dollars. That's you know? awesome for charity well i remember the night that i went up there we're like hey we're gonna go to our hotel well the guy up front gave us the wrong keys and we went to a wrong building and oh. some people smashing it out oh. in there. we're like this is not my hotel right <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and what and what and they didn't stop smashing they just oh. looked at us and they kept going i was like i'm going back out this stop. door now <laughs> how did you how did you uh...
1: how did you tell the guy at the front desk did you just say we just went
2: back there we're like hey i think you gave us the wrong key there were some people uh sleeping in there he's like oh i mean i think he might have been stoned i don't know but i mean he's like oh he's like okay here's some you know i was like yeah okay yeah wow Pro gaming, huh? who would have thought? Right, yeah. <laughs> there, there, there has been times too. Whenever I, I remember I came back from uh, Frisco, California for a Smash event. Um, so Red Bull was one of the sponsors, and you know they're like, "Hey, we got to get rid of these cases." So I literally had about four cases of the 18 packs in my suitcase. Wow. Well, I, I go to check my bag, and they're like, "Hey, you're over by eight pounds." I'm like, "All right." I was like, "Hey, do you guys want some free Red Bull?" They just looked at me. I was like, "It's sealed. I promise." So I pull one out. I'm like, here, here's ten of the eight uh, of the eighteen. They're like, what did you do? And I explained, to I'm like, oh, that's so cool! Thanks for the free Red Bull. <laughs> well, well I, I get home, and I guess because of the fact that my Red Bulls were in containers, they look like pipe bombs, and so TSA oh. gave me a note, said, hey, we checked your bag because things look suspicious. So I'm like, it's just Red Bull. I promise, it's, it's not that bad. Right? No,
1: I don't have pipe bombs, brother. It's literally just <laughs> energy drinks. Don't worry. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so, so you get a bunch of you get a bunch of crazy stuff. But one my all time favorite though is whenever I get to go to an event, and if if say I lo- I love going to airbnbs because yeah. i love to cook and okay. so i remember when we went to e3 i went with a guy that i met that i that uh, does a bunch of stuff on the east coast well we're to airbnb we asked the host he's i was like hey you got a grill or anything he's like yeah you can use it so he's back there he's smoking a joint it's california you know yeah, yeah and so I'm cooking it and i was like hey i was like do you and your family want some i think it was like chicken fettuccine alfredo or something i was some chicken up he's like yeah and so he ate it up and he's like you know what i'm gonna make you guys stay here one more night for free on me don't worry about it he's like as long as you cook for me i don't care I like, okay <laughs> that's so awesome. so so with me being a southern boy i like I said i love to cook yeah and, yeah and it's just my thing and so if, if i can make someone either happy in esports or a food coma i'm doing my job
1: and both best of both worlds yeah best of both, worlds. both. <laughs> <Yeah>. best of <laughs> right. both worlds right so yeah. let's talk about your mo- your upcoming event, right? Oh, Let's talk okay. about your. It's a big event, big Call uh-huh. of Duty event. I've yeah. seen it. I've seen it all over my timeline. Let's talk mm-hmm. about what you're doing for that. Expectations, everything like that. Okay. Let's promote it a little bit.
2: Okay, I got you. So, like I said, on on uh, August, uh, August, July thirtieth to August first, we're gonna do a seven point four k prize pool for Call of Duty four v four. We're gonna have up to sixty four teams max. Um, we're actually going to do two side events. We're going to do a, the traditional 2v2, uh, search and destroy. And we're also going to do a rock, paper, scissors for a hundred dollars. Interesting. Which there's, there's no talent to it. You're literally slapping your hands lock- down and and, yep. and whoever ends out, is going to walk away with a hundred bucks. Yep. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, the cool thing about ours is we also want to give back. So instead of just saying, Hey, here's cash. Um, we have a huge fake check that we sign and that let them take photo ops with. Uh, we're going to have custom merch there. And then also we're going to be giving away, um, medals to first second and third place teams all four of them and then the, whoever gets first place is going to have a, a nice trophy now they can fight about it whoever they want to fight about yep. it with but yeah but they're going to have a trophy so pretty much anybody can have cash and we all know cash is just pretty much going to be burned out eventually mm-hmm. but having something to hang on your wall or like i said a photo op like that who doesn't want that man
1: right it lasts longer than your money
2: oh it does it does exactly. and so like i said our, ours will be a three-day event um, we're gonna be like, so it, it should be a heyday. It should be fun. I know last time the gamers had a freaking blast, you yep. know. And then we also have uh, pretty much comms in the back to where we do interviews with those that are, you know, part of the event. So mm-hmm. we're we're gonna do everything, anything. I'm gonna bring my drone out, so I'm gonna get some aerial footage and whatnot too. That'd be dope. And and we're gonna try to get Monster or Red Bull out because we work with them a lot, and so they just give free swag. So just give back as much as we can because that's what we're gonna do. And so the great thing about our tournaments compared to others is, seven point four is a lot of money, but mm-hmm what it breaks down to is that the the players are going to win that as staff. We're only going to walk out with maybe $3,100. And then the event center is going to walk out with 2,500. So the players are going to get more than what we are. And that's what I like about yep. it is that we, we want to make sure they're awarded more than what we're taking. We don't want to say, Hey, we just 10, 20 grand off you guys. Mm-hmm. See you later. You know? Yeah,
1: exactly. Right. You're giving back to the players. You're not skimming the money off the top. Yeah. You're actually making it worthwhile, right? Cause you get the enjoyment of hosting the event and seeing it and the players get to come. Have a great event, get the money, everybody wants Yeah, and
2: yeah, and then also when players aren't playing, we're like, hey, you want to come cast? Let them come have some fun. They know the game, they know the players, so just yeah. let, them tra- tr- let them trash talk their buddy that just yeah. missed a shot and got owned. You know, why not yeah. have fun with it?
1: Yeah, exactly. Way more enjoyable, I think, and you know, it's a little different than your average LAN. You know, Call of Duty is just strictly come play, yeah. Your matches, come, come play,
2: you get. You- now I did tell my guys that sort for not this one, cause we already have the merch and stuff, but for the future ones, I want to get an O and two shot glasses saying, Hey, I got O and two, but I got a cool shot glass. To drink I got double away. first rounded, but here's a shot glass. <laughs> here's here's Dude, a shot glass. For drink my it brothers. away. Yep, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's
1: dope, man. Well, maybe I'll have to, I'll have to fly down for an event sometime. That sounds, it sounds really enjoyable, right? That sounds so cool. And I've, I haven't gotten the opportunity to go to many events, so now, i'd have we're to gonna
2: have, we're gonna have plenty and then that's the thing too is that if you come down um because like so i live about usually an hour from from either where there's oklahoma city or tulsa because like, so i live in the middle of bfe but yeah. you're welcome to come stay if you want to bring anybody with you that say might get some b-roll footage etc let me know i'll barbecue and smoke some food for you guys let you guys drink and have a heyday out here i don't oh, give a shit sounds like <laughs> kenny and i got a plan to come down there sometime soon then <laughs> yeah and, and if it's during the summertime and i'll tell you tell you the same as anybody else we can go float the river and we can have a day drinking oh, day yeah. out there and get sunburned It'll yeah a i'm a small
1: town minnesota kid <laughs> i love that kind of stuff so let's talk a little bit let's wrap it up with talking about you man so what okay. let's go forward what do you uh What's your future plans with your eSports stuff, man? I don't know if you thought about this a lot. Like, what's what's the future looking like?
2: So, I mean, right now with the company, like, so we have a lot of gaming equipment because we do host our own. Now, Mm. granted, we have been using different arenas, just one, because it's foot traffic to help them out, and two, as we get, so our end goal is to get all of our PC rigs. So now, instead of having to go, you know, somewhere that's already pre-built, we have everything we need. We don't have to worry about this, about that. I open up my own... Quit gaming land center one day. But mm-hmm. I mean, that's a lot of dollar bills. So I've been Absolutely. joking around because yep. I have a lot of Dogecoin. I'm like, you know, if Dogecoin gets $100 uh, a <laughs> coin, I'm walking out a $22 million air and we're fine, we're fine. <laughs> but honestly, uh, I've told everybody with eSports until the day comes that I cannot physically move anymore, I'm going to keep doing my thing, whether I'm 60, 90, whatever. If it helps the gamers out, like I said, I have a little girl yep. that's almost 13. I have a boy that's 10. They're both gamers. My daughter has gone to a lot. She's placed really well yeah. for her age. And so I know she enjoys it. She has friends that do it and stuff. So Mm -hmm. if I can make their lives happy and smile, why can't I make somebody else? And so that's why I keep doing this. And it's not for me to become a millionaire or whatever overnight. It's just I want to share the same passion, especially because of what I've done. It has rewarded me with things like I mentioned earlier, where I am now the head coach for the Rocket League for Special Olympics. Oklahoma. I mean, come on, man yeah that's you
1: know. awesome i that's that my job relates to that kind of stuff, <laughs> so that's my my r l job is I work with people with disabilities well that's so awesome, I really man. love that I love that so I love yeah. that aspect to you so yeah so last 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 topic for the show uh-huh. and I love to ask people these questions. What are your thoughts now you started in the halo scene and you transitioned into holding events in the cod scene uh-huh. your personal opinions? on the Call of Duty scene at the moment? Because it's very oh, interesting because it's such a diverse opinion group, right? Because I've had, I've had org owners on here. I've had league owners on here. I've had top challengers players on here. I've, I'm going to have a league hoster on tomorrow night. So right. it's going to be... Oh, it's a wide variety of opinions. So what is your current opinion on like amateur, professional, players that come to events, the whole shebang?
2: Right, so honestly... They need to go back and have AM tournaments with like they used to, like we used to back in the day. And I honestly, I would like to see it where everybody's throwing the pit. Just don't give favoritism towards the pro guys. Let them earn earn their spot. Still, they're a pro for a reason. Let let them have it because mm-hmm. there could be a top tier AM team that can wipe the floor of Optic or something. But you don't know until they get that chance. Okay, you know. Okay. And, but yeah, when it comes to like so when it comes to COD though, as you can tell, you know, Activision and Blizzard or pretty much Blizzard, they laid off a lot of. they're cutting jobs and they mentioned about less am tournament so i feel that with the league going on they are going to cater more towards pro which the only way these am guys are going to get recognition is either on the online leagues that they're doing or doing stuff that we're doing yep you know and and the only way that they're going to get recognized outside of it is if they do good and have good publicity online good publicity (laughs) not bad publicity online you know yep so yeah I
1: mean, okay, but you continue, continue. There's more. No, you're, you're
2: good, you're yep. good. So, but, I, but I've told anybody that is playing this, whether it's COD, et cetera, this is a gaming resume and people are watching you. And so even, even if you don't ever make it to the pro level, like I said, grinding out to where I'm at, you can easily walk up to, say, a possible high school or college and be like, hey, are you guys looking for an esports coordinator? I've got this many years. And if if they're in the criteria that you want, they're going to pick you up. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that doesn't mean you have to be good at pushing buttons. Let's say you have a great voice and you have very good knowledge. You can become a caster from there. Mm-hmm. You can make your caster go from esports, and then you could all of a sudden be doing one for the NBA just because <laughs> of how everybody likes you. So the possibilities are endless. You just have to grind it out and figure out the click that you want in your head of hey, this is where I'm gonna take it to, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Agree hundred percent.
2: Yeah. And so like so and that even relates back to the cod area. Is just because you might not ever make it as a player on the, the org, let's say if you're you're great at creating graphics, you can maybe show optic, hey, you know, I made a fan card of your guys and like shit, we like you. Let's pick you up real yep. quick, man. You don't yep.
1: know until you try. Exactly. You, know? you don't know until you try. And I think you brought up a good point with the am scene. We've talked about that a lot. Um, I had uh, Seth on to talk with him a little bit about it. He's a very high-up Challengers player. And he mentioned the exposure for the AM scene is mm-hmm. lacking, right? It is. I, it is I agree. It needs love. And I think things like College Cod League, and your, you guys that host events are doing an amazing job at allowing these players more exposure. And guys that cast like Challengers and things like that are doing an amazing job. And a lot of these people don't do it for profit like yourself they do it purely because they enjoy it so much which is well you can't beat that man you literally no. cannot beat that because at the pro level yeah you do it because you enjoy it but there's a lot of money involved there's a lot of dollar signs but at the am level you're doing it because you enjoy it and it's something that you really are passionate about which oh, i have is- the utmost respect for
2: yeah, and that's the difference too. Is that anybody can play online, but when you go there and your opponents are physically across from you compared to a mic, it's gonna get in you if you get those pregame jitters. And I've seen, I've seen teams smack online and then they get there and they just, yeah. Because if someone's doing good and next day they get up, they start barking at you, clapping their hands. You're mm-hmm. gonna be like, oh, uh. yep, yep.
1: You're gonna get a little bit more nervous than if you were sitting at home in your in your house behind your screen. Right. Yeah, but
2: the the great thing I love about it though is even after all the trash talk, they usually get up, they'll, they'll bump hands, they'll shake hands, they'll give hugs because yeah. they're like, hey man, good game, go kick someone's ass for, me, bro. Yeah. And that's what that's what I love about it. But then like I said, you get that 5% negative nancies who are just you get yeah. that
1: you just you get the 5% of them who are just kind of just they're bad eggs, right? Yeah. yeah. So, hopefully we get them out of our community. Hope you know, or hopefully they change, right? So we hope Right, to see one of the two. One of the two, man. So i think that's gonna wrap it up we're shooting right around the 45 minute mark which is like what is roughly like a what i like to shoot for Jeez, i can't talk. sounds good so uh <laughs> your closing comments
2: for you my man uh anything you like to say any shout outs you have the floor is yours um if like so when it comes to esports like i said do give love to anybody out there like I said, whether it's e-zone agn a- afd etc give love to them if you want to support it if you can hey that's awesome um if you are looking online be sure and follow us. Like I said, you can follow me on Twitter at IcyChiller54 and, or you can go to clickgaming.gg to find our events. And like I said, if if we don't have something, but you're looking for it, let me know. I know a lot of people on my network and I I can try to point you to the right direction, whether it's a player, a caster, an analyst, broadcast, whatever it is, I'll try my damnedest to help find something for you. Cause that's just, that's just what I love to do. Awesome.
1: Well, that's going to wrap it up for us at Insight today, man. Johnny, thank you so much. For coming I on appreciate the show. The time. Yeah, it was awesome sitting down and talk with you. Um, I wish you best of luck in events. Hopefully, hopefully I can make it down for an event or two, and maybe we let, can do let me know. some. Maybe we can, we can run it up. Maybe hey man, maybe we'll throw together some washed up competitive gamer team. <laughs> me and you, a couple the other Demo boys. Squad. <laughs> no, I don't guy. I ain't quite that. But I'm a little, I'm a little washed from my COD days. So. Right. That's going to wrap it up for us at Insight today.
0: Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Peace. Thanks, guys. All right. That was the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. I know that this was a long time in the making, and Icy Chiller is such a wonderful guy. So make sure to give him a follow. Check out Click Gaming. And uh, stay tuned for more episodes from the Insight Podcast. If you have any guest ideas of people you would like to see on the show, please send them to either myself or Wayuki. That is I-M-W-I-U-K-I on Twitter or K-A-5-U-A-L on Twitter. Have a good one, guys.